0: Good evening and welcome along to the Jasnet podcast, a totally free and independent champions podcast that is made by fans for fans with the podcast content is always absolutely free. And as you well know by now, it's not just the podcast that we have here at JazzNet, but it's also uh, a whole host of media over uh, at the Jazznet uh, website, www.gersnet.co.uk, where you can find the friendly discussion forum, a load of articles, social media previews, match reviews, history archive. There's loads of stuff there. So please do head over to the website. That is jazznet.co.uk. It's just gone 9.48 on the 25th of April. I'm sorry that we're a few minutes late. You normally would be be kicking off at half past nine on a Sunday, but considering the game finished around about 30 minutes ago, um, you'll excuse us for taking 15 minutes to try and catch our breaths and Uh, collect our thoughts. Thank you for joining us. If you are with us live this evening for a masterclass in turd polishing. Um, If you're not with us live this evening, then the podcast is always available for download on Monday morning. And that will be available on Acast, iTunes, YouTube, Castbox, Stitcher, or Spotify, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. And if you can't find it there, please do let us know and we will uh, endeavor to get it available for you. Please do leave us a like, a comment, a subscribe, anything you can give us will will certainly help us out and, and allow the podcast to grow. Uh, so it's as I say, it's the 25th of April, and roughly 30 minutes ago, Rangers were put out of the Scottish Cup. Um, it's slightly less preparation for this pod than we would have liked because obviously the game was kind of in the balance right up until the up until the death. Um, so we're we're slightly winging it, slightly flying by the seat of our pants, but we're going to do our, our very very best to remain professional for you and and, and try and um, review the game, review the Scottish Cup in in an. As an objective, a manner as we as we possibly can, and and, and not allow hysteria to take over. So, um, speaking of not allowing hysteria to take over, delighted to introduce my two guests this evening. First up is the executive chairman of the RDA, that's the Rangers Data Alliance. Welcome along to Colin Armstrong. Colin, how are you? How are you Ross? Uh, I am. Uh, oh, just trying to take
1: that in. It was just. Uh... A, a mix between sort of farcical and comical you know what I mean it's I'll probably wake up tomorrow a bit more scunnered than I feel than new but I, I just don't think it's, it's come in yet I mean uh, you know if a big a, a big guy who looks like a farmer with a big beard out to there, with a fluorescent green shirt is standing in your six yard box you know I, I, I say mark him you know stick somebody on him but uh, <laughs> apparently that's not the done thing apparently no. the done thing is just to, to let him have a free crack at goals so Aye, eh, it is what it is and it's a sore one, but, you know, it feels like this, this team deserved a wee bit more than, than, than what they've got this season, you know, considering the, the, the stuff that they've put in for the, the title and how they've performed in Europe. The, the two exits in the cup, they're, they're comical. You know what yeah. I mean? To get back yeah. into that game against St. Mirren, the Betfred Cup game, to pull it out the bag in like the 91st minute and still go out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like a minute later, we conceded again. And then that today. And I mean, all we've got to do is defend that corner and we're through. Uh, and I kind of had a bad feeling at the penalties. I had a feeling Tav was yep. missing. And the minute Roof started that stupid run-up, that always sends the fear through you. You know what I mean? It, 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 to me, it, it. I think these players think it shows that they've got a lot of confidence. in their, But it actually, it looks the opposite. It looks like they're not really sure what they're doing at all. It wasn't necessarily a bad penalty, but... Uh, I, I had a bad feeling when he started all that nonsense. So I, bizarre, a bizarre evening. Uh, but I take it and move on.
0: No, let's let's be factual. Let's be fair. It was a bad penalty. Um, it? Aye, I I was it? It was. It was. No, I it was a bad. penalty. <laughs> I I had it fairly fun. But anyway, anyway. We'll come on to that. We'll come on to that. Um, also joining us this evening, it's kind of a, a season one Net reunion, and I can only imagine that he's battered his webcam out of frustration. But but please do give a warm welcome along to David Fraser. David, how are you doing this evening?
2: Just like Colin Ross, uh, aye, but kind of, but taking a back at how amateurish the defending was there. I was, you know, pretty elated when had header. Flew in great header, but then he can I switch off and a schoolboy fashion the way they did. But eh, ah, look at the bigger picture. Fifty-five is the, the main objective this season, and the, the, the lads delivered that. So, so I'll, I'll try and stay positive and I'll beat. But
0: well, anyway, how, how about yeah.
2: you guys? Other than the, the football, it's been a while.
0: It has been a while. It has been a while. No, do you know what? All good. All good. Um, I think David the last time that we spoke was certainly pre 55 when Rangers were still 54 times uh league champions so no it's been certainly a good couple of months and um I'm very keen that tonight and and you know reflections back on St Mirren in in November don't take the the shine off what's been an excellent season but we will we will certainly come to that I mean I I say you know what maybe maybe David that's the best place to start look we we find ourselves Champions of Scotland, one of the earliest that it's ever been done, still on course for 100 points this season. Um, and when you talk about league form, still unbeaten, still a 100% record at home. Uh, and yet we find ourselves knocked out of both competitions um, to the two saints, St. Johnson in, in the Scottish Cup, St. Mirren in the League Cup, um, both of which were kind of last minute sucker punches. David, how do you reflect on that in terms of the context of this season when surely 55 was the most important thing? Do you, do you find it frustrating that we don't receive more than, than simply the league title or do you say job done and the distractions of, of cup competition are by the bye?
2: Uh, oh, I think that given where we've came from um, I've got to be honest and say that the league title um was the, the main thing. Um to be perfectly frank with you since since the the league's been wrapped up the, the games have been pretty anticlimactic for me. Um, I, I never managed to, to catch the game last week uh, live anyway. And um it's been uh, like the, the players, I've found it difficult to get up for games. Um it just seemed that you know when the when the league was wrapped up and our chums self-imploded and um, ah, it was just, it's, it, it puts things in perspective for me, Ross. I, I, I'm trying to be philosophical when defeat here. Um, it's a solo one to take, especially when you uh, when you think, I mean, it's, there's no real point in beating Celtic at home and then uh, nobody else to beat St. Johnson. So, uh, it, it's, it's a hard one, Ross. I mean, it, it, you know, my Putting my Rangers da hat on, I would say I could go for the jugular here and say that, you know, the, the players got what they deserved, their lack of professionalism there at the end, or, you know, the mental fatigue, um, maybe showed some chinks in the armour. Um, sadly, ones that, you know, I was saying to my dad there on the phone, um, all the, the excesses of previous seasons came home to the roost tonight. I, I felt slightly, you know, there that, that was a lot of um, too many touches in the ball, lethargy in the ball.
0: Um,
2: but I uh, looked to, to try and come to the point. The big picture, as I've mentioned, and you've mentioned as well, is we've secured the league, and we've got that monkey off our backs. And yes, it would have been nice to go and cement our dominance this season. Um, and I think I, like, I echo Colin's sentiments. I think that the team deserved another piece of silverware this season for their efforts, but they've came up short. So they're just going to need to, like their wounds tonight and tomorrow, dust themselves down and get themselves up for a, which, you know, in the grand scheme and a, a dead rubber, but an old firm game is never a dead rubber. So they need to get themselves up and make sure that they, they, they finish the league campaign on beating.
0: See, I, I think that you sort of you allude to a very, very interesting point and And as you say, it's something that Colin referred to in the introduction there is that this Rangers team maybe haven't got everything that they deserved considering how dominant we've been in the league uh, Colin, do you think, just to expand on that point, do you think that maybe Rangers deserve to finish the 2020-2021 the season with with more than just 55 um, given, uh, as I say, given the unbeaten record in the league, given the 100% record at home in the league, do you think that w- <laughs> I mean, it, it it sounds silly to say it. We've we, we've been knocked out of of two cup competitions fair and square. But do you think that actually we're ending this season with with less than this team deserves?
1: Hey, um, I think you get what you deserve in a season. So if you want, if, you know, if you win the league, you deserve it. If you if you get knocked out of the cups, it's because on that at some particular point in the tournament you weren't good enough and you didn't progress. So. Uh, <laughs> It feels like this team deserves more because they've done so well in the league. But the fact remains that at in, in key points and, you know, the cup competitions this season, eh, well, <laughs> it's comical, some of the stuff it really is. You know, that's the mermyn game really is. Uh, it's criminal, you know, to 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 be one nothing up and then to, to sort of find yourself 2-1 down in the closing stages. And then we get the goal, and, you know, and you think, well, that's it. We'll get extra time and reset and go again. And to still be in a position before the final whistle after, you know, getting such a late equaliser to, 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 to lose it again is farcical. And you'd, what worries me about the cup competitions is, is we, we don't seem to be learning. If you know what I mean, in the league, we've progressed every year, you know, Stephen, uh, Stephen Jenner's been good at sort of improving us every year to the point that we've we'll won it and that's it, you know, and maybe part of the problem in, in the cup competitions this season, well, certainly in the Scottish cup is, we won the league so early, so it feels like you know the main target's been achieved. Because I think since we've won it, there, there has been a sort of drop off in, in the level of performances. But to get back to the point, you know, the the, the game farcical, You think they would learn for that? That should be on their minds at that corner kick today. You know, they should be saying, "Right, we've been here before. Under no circumstances, uh, do, you know, do we concede again." Uh, and there was, uh, I thought Aribo in the build up. I thought he kind of sold the pies a wee bit in terms of how he went into challenge O'Halloran. You know, uh, Barisic matches his run and and, and has, to, has to concede the corner. But I, I, I thought Arriba could have just stood his ground and, you know, forced him back the way rather than diving in and allowing him the chance to to, to to get down the line. But even when we get the corner, all you need to do is defend it. You know what I mean? Just get enough bodies in there and make sure that a big farmer with a beard and a fluorescent green jumper isn't standing with no one on him. Uh, I, I think McGregor could have came for it. If I'm being honest, I think it's close enough to his goal for him to come out, but that's that's probably one of the things that McGregor's not so good at. He, he, he tends to stay in his line. Uh, so, you know, today, even although, you know, the, the, the narrative will be that St. Johnson deserved it, overall, I think Rangers done enough to win the game today, you know what I mean? But they've not finished well enough, and then they've defended comically in that, at that corner kick. And, and, and that's what's frustrating about it. You're th- you know, after that experience, it's a mum. You would think, right, we've been here before. We've learned, we need to learn from it. And they've not. And it's cost them. That's it. So, you know, you tend to get what you deserve in, in football. So we've won the league. We've been the best team in the league. Uh, I, I just, I think the, the point that David made there is good to, to put Celtic out to end their season, to end their hopes of winning an NA Trophy and then to, to piss that off against the law a week later and an almost, hysterically comical fashion is is disappointing, but at the end of the day, you know, when you look at the season as a whole, the main objective was achieved. We won the league. Uh, I don't think we should be too down in the players. Starting to get a wee bit concerned about Gerrard's cup record. You know, uh, there seems to be a comical element to to, to most of his exits. Uh, But, you know, this team's won a major trophy now. Uh, Again, they've done really well in Europe. It does now a foundation there to bring guys in and, and build on that. So yeah, we've got to be positive. It's a sore one and it's not nice, but uh, the main goal has been achieved.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably the most philosophical way of looking at it, isn't it? Is is that this this isn't easy? And like I say, that the game was still on sixty minutes ago, so we're all feeling a wee bit raw. But um, the 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 main goal most certainly has been achieved. But but David. I think the thing that's frustrating me is uh, you look back at the League Cup and when we played St Mirren, Celtic had already been put out. And we look at today's game, the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup, Celtic have already been put out by us. So I- I- in both cases, your your main competition, your main challenger, your, your, your kind of main obstacle in terms of getting your hands on that silverware has been taken care of either by us or by someone else. David, is that an added frustration in both of these tournaments that, that whilst the main challenge or the main obstacle is out of the way, we, we still haven't been able to, to rise to that occasion?
2: Obviously, in the, the face of things, that would tend to apply. But that's um, I guess you could say that's slightly patronising the other teams left in the competition because, as Colin says, it's never done until it's done. What um, chiefly frustrates me tonight is um, we've went to Big part there with during the week. Uh, again, I've never, I never seen the game, just seen the brief yeah. highlights. Uh, and we've knowing what we were going to come up against, um, I think tactically, you could see the management team were discussing how to try and uh, make better use of space and create more opportunities going forward in the first half and it seemed that again I'm echoing stuff that Colin said previously it seemed that they didn't really learn much from Wednesday night um, yes you could temper that and say ah, but Alfie had a, you know, a smashing header come off the post um, Xander Clark had a good save uh, and we chances to, to score um, Scott Wright was fairly bright when he came on but well, I come back to it, I thought the performance was lethargic, um, I thought it was far too much working the ball, I thought it was far too many touches, um, and I, I, I detect that you're possibly alluding to uh, maybe about complacency coming out of the mindset of the players And so far as Celtic are out of the competition, we've got a clear run here to the, to the trophy, and that's never the case, you know, you've got to earn the right to win, as Colin said previously there. And uh, we've come up short in the cup competitions, that's a sad fact. Uh, the manager will be tearing his hair, he'll be sick of it tonight. Um, it'll maybe, uh, maybe crystallise some of his thoughts with regards to freshening up the squad going forward next season. And that's no. I mean, I'm not, I'm not coming down heavy on the players here. I, I, I stress, whatever I say here, um, I want to caveat that with the fact that the players have delivered this season as far as I'm concerned and I, I dare say all the bears listen to this um, we win the title and that's that's the main objective every season no matter whether it's you know it's a to use the the, the media build up to a monumental season because what we're riding on it for the other ticket um, the, the main objective every season is arrange us players to win the league so we've done that and the, the players deserve enormous credit for that Again, Colin's mentioned here, another good solid run in Europe. Maybe just circumstances with how the league finished, how, you know, circumstances panned out, had it been slightly different, maybe we'd have gave Slavia a better game at ivoks and we could be sitting here talking about a different season altogether. Um, but the fact remains, Colin's mentioned again, I, I'm bugging up Colin here with his, his answers, but again, I mean, did, did, did they ball him off Sander Clark's beard to, to go into the line? Uh, I mean, how he gets his space. I mean, he, he stood on the six yard line with nobody near him. Nobody thought to pick him up. I, I can't believe what I was watching um, to be brutally frank and, you know, he gets on the end of it and uh, I agree with Colin again. I thought McGregor could possibly come off his line um, but aye, it's, it's a sore win but we need to just, we need to, we need to, um, We need to progress that mindset. I think there's, there's still a shortfall. You know, it's, it's, without being long-winded, Rangers teams are expected to win. They've got over the hurdle, they're off their back. They've, they've managed to secure their first piece of silverware. They need to go again. And unfortunately, they're going to need to wait a number of months before they can uh, get their hands on another piece of silverware.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and I think you you make some good points there, David. Around, you know, are are we looking? Are we looking at excuses? Are we looking for for reasons as to why we don't win that game? I mean, we think back to the League Cup, and and Stephen Gerrard has very very much held his hands up and accepted blame for the League Cup, and and he says, you know, I I made changes to the team, I made changes to the shape. And, and that's why we, we were knocked out by St Mirren. And, and I think that's where we're getting to with, you know, maybe I am alluding to complacency tonight because I think as fans, as fans of a club like Rangers, we are expected to win every game. You're certainly expected to beat St Johnston at home. And when Celtic are not in a competition, you're expected to win that competition. Even when Celtic are in that competition, you're expected to win it. And when that doesn't happen, when there's a shock result like tonight, you look for excuses and, and maybe, maybe, grasping towards complacency is one of those. And I don't know that maybe the dust will settle and we'll look back on it slightly more objectively and we'll come to a different conclusion. But it's, I think that's kind of our nature as fans is to, is to try and find that reason as to why the result went that way. And, and maybe complacency is one of those things. But, uh, but if we look more Colin at the actual game tonight, um, I, I think I'm right in saying that crags, you know, our favorite Stephen craigan Um Get me he started. said, uh, "I know he he said a lot of words tonight because he he he, can he not speak." But one of the things I'm sure he said tonight was that Rangers have scored in 47 out of 48 of their last games, as in their the last sort of 90 minute games. Um, and that didn't happen tonight. The only exceptions to that was was Slavia Prague at home, and and obviously we've gone over that game in in very fine detail. Rangers this season have been so clinical, have scored so many goals and so many different types of goals. Were you surprised to see? That I don't know the word, but clinicalness, that 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 lack of cutting edge tonight, it, it just all seemed to disappear. Was that a was that a shock for you?
1: No, I I, I mean I think uh, I mean it's, it was great to win the league as early as we won it, right? Because you know it's, it, it, it was such an important season in terms of you know it, it wouldn't have been worth thinking about if they'd got the fabled. Ten, right? No, it really wasn't about that for me. It was, it was about Rangers winning the, the, the you know, the first title since we we've been sort of punting at the league and all that in two thousand and twelve, and getting back to where we belong. But winning it so early has maybe actually turned out to be a bit of a handicap, if you know what I mean. Because uh, at, we won the league, so the pressure's off there. You know what I mean. So you can take the foot off the gas a wee bit there. Then we get knocked out of the Europa League. And again, it just feels there's been a series of things that have sort of knocked the the, the stuffing out of Rangers and the momentum out of them. And a lot of these players have played a lot of football this season. You know what I mean? And injuries as as well. I mean, it's not just injuries, it's injuries to crucial players. You know, Ryan Jack, I I think it's fair to say that we've looked a better team when when he's in there. You know, that sort of zip and momentum that we have, I, I think he just gives that extra protection to the back four and allows us to play... Uh, I mean, the way St. Johnson set up today, I mean, I, I was trying to work it out. It looked almost like a 5-3-2 they had. You know what I mean? And Craggs was saying that they were conceding the wide areas. I was like, well, that's not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing very much they're, 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 they're defending the wide areas. But, uh, you know, and they worked really hard St. Johnson. You've got to gear on that. You've got to accept that, you know, Dave came with a game plan and they've executed it well. But I think Dave is right. We were too slow at times, a bit lethargic. We didn't move it about. That zip that was in our game at the start of the season has, has gradually tailed away. Now, part of that will just be you know, players fatigued, mentally fatigued, physically fatigued. They've played a lot of football. And There's also a, an element of teams actually understanding how we play now and, and, and trying to stop that. So, it, it just feels that, that since we won the league, uh, the momentum has slowly but surely been, been sucked out of the Rangers. And i the European one is especially. I felt that was a big sort of a bit of a blow in terms of because there was there was a real feeling that if we go past Slavia, you know, we're going to get Arsenal in the next round, as it, as it turned out. Uh, but there was a feeling that you know you just never know. We could maybe get to the semi-finals or whatever. There was, that was creating a real buzz. You know, the league's done, and we you know we've got a real crack at doing something in the Europa. And the way it ended, you know, with the, the stuff with Kamara and all that kind of thing, left a sort of sour taste in the house. That's taking a wee bit of momentum out. And I, you know, I, I, I thought last week we played well in spells last week, but even then, you know, we still looked a wee bit flat in the second half. And if Celtic scored that penalty, then, you know, you just never know where it would go. So I just, I just, I just, it just feels like the, the, the momentum has slowly been sucked out. I mean, and, and folk will say that this is a poor end, you know, to the season and all the rest of it. And, and almost as if it's a disappointing season. But if we went out of the cup today and then two weeks later we won the title, Nobody's caring about going out today, you know what I mean? It's because we've secured the league so early, this now feels like it's a disappointing end to the season and it's a bit of a blow. It's a wee bit sore, right? You can't deny that. And the, the comical nature of it doesn't help. But, end of the day, we won the league, we've done the thing that we set out to do, and we've not just won it, we've won it in style. You know what I mean? We've Absolutely. They can go on about, you know, that they've imploded and all the rest of it. We have trampled over everybody this season domestically in, that, in, in the league. And people will say, oh, the fans are on the end, blah, blah, blah. And that's a valid point. You know, the fans on the end. That does make it a different dynamic. And that's why so many teams are losing home games this season. Oh, well, we're, we're crushing teams at home, absolutely hammering them at home. You know what I mean? So I don't buy any of that. Main goals achieved. We've won the league. So we were disappointed now. But, you know, we'll get the trophy in a couple of weeks and that'll, that'll set us up for the summer again. Uh, but I do think, you know, in terms of the cup competitions, you need to look at it, you know, because the mentality is obviously not quite right because you do kind of feel, you know, the minute Celtic go out a tournament and you've got a home tie against, uh, you know, a team like St. Johnson in the next round, the very least you're expecting is to get to the, 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 the semi-finals, you know what I mean? So, and it's... It, Actually, you're expecting to get to the final and you're expecting to win it. So it is disappointing, but uh, I don't think we should be too down on them. We've, we've achieved the, the the main goal. And the problem, part of the problem is we've been so good this season that we've wrapped it up, you know, when it was still snowing, essentially. <laughs> I mean, it was snowing and hailstones and, you know, the clocks and they've been put forward and it's, it almost feels like a distant memory now. So, and that's the problem. So I think we just, I mean, the, going going the season undefeated, you know, I'd rather had the Scottish Cup, but that's the next goal. We try and do that, and it, it's all about the fifteenth and getting the trophy and, and putting it in the cabinet and focusing on next season.
0: Yeah, I I think you make a good point. Main goal, main objective, ticked off, absolutely. And and psychologically, it's interesting you say that. If if we'd um, lost the Scottish Cup today, but but won the league, let's say. Seven days from today we're we're playing Celtic. Um if we'd won it then, this would still be a successful season. And this is a successful season. It, it absolutely is a successful season for Rangers. Um, because it's the first league win in 10 years. It's stopping them getting to 9.5 in a row. It's it is a successful year, and I don't think anyone's going to take it away from us. Um but but at the same time, look, I don't I don't want to underplay the disappointment of tonight. Um, this was a year that we, we should have been nailed on for a, a, a league and cup double, whether that's Scottish cup or league cup. We should have been nailed on for that. And that is a disappointment. And David, I think that Colin makes an interesting point there about mentality. Um, we have spoken at length on the pod this year about mentality and the fact that one of the things that's driven us to 55 is the change in mentality, the, 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 the change in mindset from players, the mental, robustness, the mental strength that these players have demonstrated. Um and, and Collins highlighted there, David, that both times we've come up in cups when Celtic have been knocked out, we've we've failed at kind of the first next hurdle to get that over the line. Do you think that there is an argument to suggest that there's a an issue with mentality there in terms of complacency or or something else that's um that's holding Rangers back from from achieving success in these cups?
2: It's difficult to put your finger on it, Ross. I, I, I'm just thinking there when you were, you were asking the question what are we, <laughs> with regards to mentality. Do uh, you know the thing that popped into my head was, see if I'm sitting in that dressing room, if I'm Stephen Davis, Alan McGregor, uh, probably Connor Walsh and James Tavern there, but certainly, certainly the, the two old heads that have been at the club before. They must be sitting there thinking, we've chipped a wee a treble. And you might go oh, that's you know that's pie in the sky talk, David. But no, I think if certainly the, the, the teams that they've played at eye in the past, um, you know, you, to put themselves in the position that they did domestically and not go on and, and have a clean sweep, they must you know they, they must be thinking, that maybe, you know, on a different day we we should be. No, probably looking at, at going for a treble, and I the, the the complacency thing. The is there a shortfall in uh, the quality of the player? Uh, I would say no, because it, well, the, the evidence up until you know six, seven weeks ago, you would say no, not at all. The, the, the players have have excelled. They've, they've had a couple of seasons to. To come to terms with what's expected, even though you know you can you can go into your work every day eh, over the past two years and, and and get a feel for things and know what's expected, but to actually, you know, eh, the pushing the pudding and, and actually go and deliver, the, the players have done that this, this season and they deserve enormous credit. As Colin said, "I mean, they've they've, eh, they've won the, the league handsomely. You know, they've not just scraped by with them a bit, you know." Five points, or even you know, two—you know—the the difference between one two old fun games, and and no collecting maximum points, and and saying, "Oh, we're well, we'll the league by six points," even though that would be an achievement in itself. But no, they have absolutely taken apart the other teams in the league, and to then switch off—that's—I come back to—I've been trying my hardest to, to temper my criticism, but. That's the difference between very good players, top players and the best players. Now, you might say, well, everything's relative. You, you kind of play in the Scottish League and be one of the best players. But, you know, the, the relatively, the very best players operating in the Scottish Premier League do deliver. And the manager and the players themselves. I, I, I come back to the players will be sat there and that and thinking, i oh, have already done there? We've, we've slapped up big time. Especially to especially to get the Scottish Cup to a side like St Johnson. They, they, like, uh, Stephen Craig and Nori Hamilton and the commentary by Max and Larickle about what they've done this season have improved. There's no doubt Callum Davidson is has, has uh he's certainly, you know changed St Johnson as a a proposition that it comes to playing them. Um but they're not a great side. Uh, you could maybe make a case in that That's will sound like maybe the old excuses coming in here David Wotherspoon should have been sent off in the first half he he stayed in the pitch was beyond me but Alan Muir he's got previous Um, Has inconsistencies in terms of who he booked who he shouldn't have booked who he didn't book were laid bare again tonight. but the players should have had enough in the tank to you know hone their focus and put St John's into bed tonight especially at home you could maybe make a case for you know a hard chicky tie on a bobbly dry pitch on Perth. Eh, for up, not but you, you look at that pitch tonight—not a carpet. Um, favorable temperatures to play in, and you know the manager's been saying for weeks now that the the, competi- the, the Scottish Cup was the focus. And you know maybe twenty minutes into the first half, you're thinking, this is a funny. You know you're looking at it, and you're thinking if this is a team that's going for the, for the to try and win the Scottish Cup, they don't as if they're. Their minds fully on the job, but you know, maybe I'm, I'm being a bit harsh there. Maybe the, the mental fatigue and the fact, as Collins rightly says, that the, the, the league was was wrapped up seven weeks ago. And uh, just the, the kind of focus has just been done when the manager obviously said it himself in press conferences. He's trying to cajole the players without going too hard on them. And you can see the, the the dilemma the manager must have been in in terms of does he get through them? Uh, and obviously Canagas get doing because they've, they've, they've come through for a big time in terms of the, winning the, the league. But uh, I just think that when they look back in the middle of the week, they'll probably think that ah, we should have done something. But hopefully that will spur the money to take uh, our chums apart next weekend.
0: Our chums, indeed. Um, David, you say you're, you're trying to temper your criticism there. I don't think there's any need to do so. I mean... It's like we say. It's it, it's very raw. It's very recent. It's it's sort of very pure feelings that we're all feeling right now um, in terms of that result. Colin David mentions there. I think he sort of quite rightly brings us back to the minutiae of today's game. And David Weatherspoon could very very well have been sent off for a challenge in the first half. Uh, what, what were your your thoughts on that one?
1: Uh, I mean, maybe my. I'm like the players. Maybe you know my my sort of passions went down a wee bit, but I'd, you know it, it probably could have been, but I, I didn't feel a huge amount of outrage at it, if you know what I mean. Uh, I agree with David. I just I just think we should have had enough. You know, there's enough there's enough on the park to sort of to sort of deal with. It. But it was it was a strange game, and uh, I don't want to get into the whole you know that cost and all that kind of thing. Rangers are at the Scottish Cup because. We didn't perform well on the night. We didn't, we've not learned lessons from, from previous games. Uh, and, you know, listen, one being an obvious example, you know, in the cup competitions, we, we, we keep on making these same mistakes. Uh, and, and that's why we're out now. You, yeah, you could argue it was a red card and all the rest of it, but I don't want to get too, too drawn into that because, you know, we're the better team. We've got the better players. We've been playing well this season. So whether it's a red card or not a red card. You know, we, we should still have enough in the tank to beat St. Johnston. And we did have enough in the tank to beat them. You know, we're literally 20 seconds for the the, the final whistle when the, the ball was out for that corner. All they need to do is defend it. You know what I mean? So I don't want to go down the road. AI, It was a red card. It wasn't a red card. And that referee's this, that, the next thing. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of examples of that in, in, in Scotland and, you know, I've, I've, I've been angered with decisions in the past, but I think we've shot, shot ourselves in the foot tonight. I don't think we started well. It seemed to take us an ace to realise we were in a game. You know what I mean? And and we just, don't get me wrong, I think St Johnson set up well. They they, they they done well and they worked hard. You know, they pressed us and, and closed down, closed down the space. But, you know, all we need to do then is up the tempo. You know what I mean? We need to move the ball a bit quicker and we couldn't do it. And, and part of me does think that, you know, players that are missing, like, say, Ryan Jack, I don't think Tav looked, I thought he looked maybe a wee half-yard shot tonight. You know, he's not played a huge amount of football recently. Davis, Kamara, all these guys have played so much football. You know what I mean? And it, I just think it's starting to show. But uh, that said, we do enough. Tav gets the goal, five minutes to go, we should be through. You know what I mean? Whether there's a red card in the first half or there's no red card in the first half. If Rangers score a goal at Ibrox with five minutes to go, I expect them to win it. You know what I mean? I expect them, especially in a cup competition where we've been taking the extra time and we've been here before, you know, we've got late goals in games and, and cup competitions before and blew it. Need to learn for that. And we didn't, you know what I mean? Uh and I come back to the big the big farmer standing in the six yard box with a fluorescent green top one. Uh, it's, it's 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 so bad, it's always funny. You know what yeah. I mean? You're just thinking, how can no one think Somebody needs to pick him up. It's it's hey, it's cost us. So that's what's cost right. us. I, I don't think. Yeah, you can argue about the red card here and there, but you know we're one nothing up with seconds to go. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, uh, and uh, it, it does not come down to the red card that comes down to the defending at that corner?
0: Well, so so that's I think that's the next point to look at, Colin, and, and staying with yourself. Maybe ten minutes before that happens. Maybe five minutes. Um, Philip Perlander goes off injured and Jack Simpson comes on. It just in terms of this game, do you think that, I, look, I am probably the biggest Philip Holander fan in the whole of the fan base. I think that he's an, an exceptional player. And I think that when we have these conversations about Steve Davis, Alfredo Morelos, Alan McGregor being player of the season, for me, Philip Holander's up there as well. Yeah. I think he's been a, a, an exceptional signing, actually. And, and, and fair enough, we put a lot of money into that. But... Um, I think he's he's been good, and to me, he's filled a nice sort of Danny Candias shaped hole in my life. Um, he he makes me happy. That was, as a, that was a big hole. That was a, <laughs> it was when he finished. I um, <laughs> so no, I'm 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 happy with Phil. I, I like Philip Lander as a player. I think he's um, he's got sort of natural faults. Maybe his pace isn't as good as as a Leon Balagan, for example, as as a centre half. But I think that he's a smart player and he makes up for it. Yeah. Um, his positioning is always good. He reads the game really well. Is there any danger that Philip Hollander going off injured has contributed to us switching off at the back?
1: Maybe. You know I mean? He's. He's. I think he's a more savvy defender than people give him credit for. You know I mean? There's a lot of focus on Goldson, Goldson, and what he does, and that's fair enough. You know, he deserves it. You know, Goldson's played every every minute of of every game this season. Uh, he's an integral player he's, he's you know one of the main men in the dressing room but Lander does his job and he does it very quietly you know what I mean and he is I, I mean I think uh, I think he's a better defender than Balogun and that's no criticism of Balogun I just think he's, he's, a, he's a better defender and I prefer it when he's in there I think you're right he's, he's, he's not the quickest and I think that's what happened tonight I think it was just cramp I think it, you know uh, when he was, he was trying to chase uh, O'Halloran uh, you know he's, he's, he's picked up a wee bit of cramp but you don't notice that he, he's, he lacks pace because he's a bit like Davey Weir. He can read the game. He knows where to position himself. He's a clever, clever defender. So, yeah, maybe if he's in there, it's it's a different outcome. Uh, but he wasn't. So <laughs> we still need to defend the corner uh, and, and and defend it better. And and that's essentially what it comes down to. We're out the Scottish Cup because of that corner. You know what I mean? We were through. It was literally seconds to go. And... We couldn't organise ourselves properly at a corner, uh, and it's, it's one of the most farcical goals I think I've seen it. You know what I mean? For a, for a goalkeeper to come in and header it. All right, the, the guy on the line. I actually thought when I first seen it, uh, I didn't. I didn't know it went off him when I saw the replay. I thought that was maybe a possible wee shout for offside, but I think Davis is on the other side is, is playing him on. Uh, but aye, it's comical. So. Yeah, you can criticise referees. You can question. it Would have been different if you know this player was in and that player wasn't. It still, to me, comes down to it. we just needed eleven players to defend one corner, and we were in the we were in the semi final of the Scottish Cup. Uh, and even then, you've you've got the whole penalties to go through. And you know, you know, Tavlet's is down a wee bit. Uh, we has one, and Roof, uh, you know, he's we daft run up. It's, uh, it's it's you know, I just had a feeling in the minute Roof missed that. I sort of done a quick calculation. I thought, oh, it's done. You know what I mean? Because even if they miss this one, we've still got to score the next one. And then they've still got, they've got two cracks at us. You know what I mean? So McGregor's got to save two and, and we need to score our last one. So the minute Ruth missed that, you're like, oh, that's it. It's done. You know, I mean, even if they miss this one, the chances are they'll, they'll score the next. So, bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all because we didn't defend that corner properly.
0: Because there's a big farmer stood in the fluorescent farmer. Jumper. And yeah. he is
1: a big farmer, you know what I mean? He's he always no, a big do you guy, don't
0: get me wrong. Do you know he what? No, I, well. He's a good keeper. He's a good yeah. goalkeeper. I wouldn't mind him. I've heard,
1: uh, I've heard he's a good bear as well. Is that right? He's a Rangers man from what I hear, yes. Uh,
0: I'm not sure about the name Xander, but that's that's for a different podcast. Um <laughs> Right, I won't lie. The, the The questions that I'd written out for this podcast have been well and truly thrown up in the air by us conceding that last minute goal. So I'm just sort of quickly scanning through my agenda to try and, and see if there's anything we can salvage from this, David. Um, uh, sort of one last philosophical look on on today's game and um and the result that we have tonight. We, I think if you go back over the last eight to ten weeks, we win the league. And then there's a lot of, you know, a lot of chat within Rangers fans, a lot of chat within the Bears. And, and on this podcast, within ourselves, we're talking about how, yes, it would be nice to finish the league undefeated, but Europe is the main goal. Let's go quarterfinals, semi-finals of the Europa League. That doesn't happen. And then it's, yes, it'd be nice to finish the league unbeaten, but let's go for the Scottish Cup instead. Scottish Cup is obviously now gone as well. It, is there kind of... Anything left for Rangers to kind of salvage from the last three or four weeks of this season? Is it still is it still an achievement? I guess for Rangers to try and and keep this season unbeaten, or or, or get to that one hundred points record, or maintain a one hundred percent record at, at Ibrox and defensive records and all the rest of it is is there still stuff to play for in in the closing games of this season?
2: It depends on your point of view, Ross. Um... I would say hand and heart. Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying hard to make a case here, Ross. Um, I think the, 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 season, the season was finished when effectively, I think, when, when Slavia put them out of the Europa League, I thought that was, you know, the wheels were, were threatening to come off. They've managed to um, get that out of their system they managed to, to put Celtic to the cup last week uh, they managed to, to raise their game against Hibs um, they've came up short tonight um, I would say badly uh, I, 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 I come back to it too much working the ball um, allowing St Johnson to impose themselves on them far too much uh, and that, that 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 feeds into your your complacency theory. I think it was just a case, of, you know, we we know that this team are going to, you know, come at us, they're going to try and suffocate us, stifle our play, but we'll eventually the quality will, will tell in the end. Um, but it didn't, you know. We thought it did. We, we Taverniers smashing Heather, but as uh, Colin's done to death there about Xander on his fluorescent top. Um, we just didn't have enough to hang it with, to, to see it out. Um, the hundred points going on beating the league, I guess. I mean, if I put my my positive Rangers fan hat on, I definitely that's that's something to go for. It's got to be. If, like, if, if I'm putting myself in Stephen shoes how they how they approach the the debrief tomorrow. Um, I don't think I'll miss them. Um, I think he'll lay in the line that we've, you know, we've got to be relentless. That was his—that's been his mantra throughout the season, and the players will know that hand and heart that they've—they've they've not been—they've not managed to be relentless for the duration of the season. Certainly, you know, different competitions. Um, so, aye, they've, they've got to dust themselves down, and so I I'm imagine that they'll not be in tomorrow. They may—they may well come in for a a classroom debrief tomorrow and then start training again on, on Tuesday um, but they've got, to, they've got to get themselves up if, look, put it this to get the Scottish Cup uh, if they want to get back on track albeit the, the league's done they couldn't even wish for a better game to, to get their you know get their act together and, and show that you know tonight was just a, another bad blip and taking their eye off the ball at the, at the last second um, and going as I've said before, you know, I mean I'll just I'll I'll take uh, denying them any kind of victory against us this season. But I'd hand in heart, if you made push come to shove, I'd like to give them a series hiding. They're overdue one. And uh, you know, all all power to Stevie and the coaching staff and the players to get right up for it and, and uh, put the this memory. Um I've got out of the cup tonight meekly against a, an average Johnson team aside and go and going, uh, stuff that mob next week.
0: Stuff that mob next week? I Can't say fairer than that. I think that's that probably sums it up. I, I think I'd probably be a little bit more generous than yourself there, David. I think I'd say that things like the unbeaten record, 100 points, 100% record at Ibrox, I, I, I think these are significant when you consider not just when you consider where we were in 2012 2013 2014 but where you consider where we were 3 years ago and and pedro and marty and and getting humped 5-1 um all of these different things i think the the the, the loss of the scottish cup the loss of the league cup have not necessarily damaged the credibility of our dominance this season but but to go ahead and, and break one hundred points and to, to break all of those other maybe more minor records along the way, including an unbeaten season, it would it would maybe restore the shine to the dominance that we've had this year. And I think that that's that that's hugely important. And I'm I I don't know, maybe that's me trying to find some level of excitement for the what is it, four or five remaining games that we have. Because to be fair, when you win the season in in March. It can get a wee bit dull, but um, I I think there's still a lot to go this season. I think that there's there's still a lot to play for. We have, as Colin said earlier, objective one, ticked, done. We've reached the height that we wanted to reach this season. Um, But there's still a lot to play for. There's still a lot for the players to kind of earn more kudos and and this club to show the dominance that that we know that they have. And... um, I, I think, I would hope that the loss of the Scottish Cup, similar to how the loss of the League Cup back in November kind of sharpened the players a wee bit, I would hope that tonight's result does that and, and encourages them to really see out the mini-league, the the, the the post-split mini-league, see that out with a an unbeaten record and uh, and let's take that one over the line. Right, gents, before we move on, I think it's probably about time that we put the Scottish Cup for 2021 to bed. Um... Let me just bring in one of the partners that we have here at ChairsNet, which is www.footballprizes.co.uk. Um, as always, they have some some wonderful prizes available for football fans, including for the Rangers fans. Uh, an excellent James Tavernier signed and framed Rangers shirt um, in, in a wonderful kind of presentation case with with photos, and uh, it really is a, a wonderful piece. Um, all you have to do to, to be in with a chance of winning that is head over to the website at footballprizes.co.uk, navigate through the competitions and, and find that Ranger shirt. Tickets cost four pounds ninety-five and there's only ninety-nine tickets available. The competition will close um next week. So please do uh keep your eyes on that one or keep your eyes on the Chairs Net Twitter feed and social media, and there will be a link tweeted out from there. Um but that's footballprizes.co.uk. Right, Colin. Uh, if we move away from the Scottish Cup into an even more bleak topic, which is COVID, um, thankfully the 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 United Kingdom seems to be moving in a a positive direction with this. But Rangers um, this week, I, I suppose, can put to bed the chapter of the COVID five, as they've been termed, or the Party Five, if you work in the Scottish media. Um, the the appeal was unsuccessful. The original bans have been upheld, and and. Players including Patterson, Zungu, Calvin Bassey are, are, are getting a six-game ban. The first of which, I believe, was was served tonight. Um, I think the first question, Colin, is: We fail in that appeal. Is there any real surprise at the outcome of this disciplinary process?
1: Uh, for me, part of me thinks you know well, the the players done it, and you know they, they need to take their medicine, but. Another part also comes down on the the consistency element in terms of the bans and the punishments that have been dished out on this. So, you know, it comes back to Dubai. You know what I mean? It it really does uh, come back to that. And uh, so, I mean, part of me thinks that maybe Rangers were doing it to, you know, to ensure that uh, Patterson was uh, available for, for, for last week's game. But there is, a, there is an issue here with the consistency. I, I I thought that they would maybe go down the road of maybe suspending some of the bans. You know what I mean? I think that's what I've done with, with other players. So for it just to be a straight six-game ban, I was a wee bit surprised at that. But I don't know why I should be surprised because it has felt for a while now that we get treated differently you know, when it comes to this kind of thing. You know, We've had various conversations on this show before about the compliance officer and when well, it was she, I don't know who it is now, but when she did or when she didn't get involved, you know, we've seen inconsistencies in that as well. I mean, how many times has Scott Brown's elbows met people's jaws and faces and noses and stuff like that with, with, with you know, no retrospective action whatsoever? So I, I, I thought there might have been a, a possibility that, you know, they would have maybe suspended some of the, 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 the ban, but apparently not. Apparently it's six games, which... You know, uh, in terms of costing us, in terms of the legal, that, it's not going to have any pin, any impact. But it could have had an impact if we'd continued our, our Scottish Cup run, but we've, we've ended that prospect tonight. So it's a wee bit disappointing. Uh, but I, I just hope that the club are sort of doing stuff in the background to sort of chip away at this and, and try and find some consistency. Because, you know, he going on about that mob across the road. But when John Kennedy himself admits that they breached covid regulations for the SFA to come out and say well there's no evidence of any wrongdoing and plus you know you've all seen the photos we've all seen the, the 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 video footage you know i mean it just it just doesn't sit right with me how must admit. I, I don't feel comfortable with it at all that you know and 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 then on the back of that you know was it hamilton and St. Mirren, they got any bans or, or punishment that was dashed out to them that was sort of rescinded and they were let off. And now we've got this when when they don't get let off, they don't get me wrong. You you know you've got to look at the players, and they've got to look at themselves. And I think it's been a learning curve for the, the likes of Patterson. Uh, You know they, they really do need to look at themselves and appreciate that they're in a privileged position and they're you know they're playing for a club that you know thousands of us support. You know it's a great club. It's, huge amount of stature and they're representing us and they've got to represent us in the right way. So, you know, it was stupid of them to, to do it. But we're all human. We've all made mistakes. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's a bit disappointing. But we're interesting to see if uh, if uh, Parson goes with the Scotland squad. Then You know what I mean? Given that they've, they've, they've hammered sort of six games on them, So uh, I would rather he didn't go, but we'll see what happens.
0: See, no, I, I'd rather he did go. I think I, I, I want to see as many... Rangers players representing their countries as possible, and Patterson's what nineteen years old at the Euros. I think that'd be fantastic see, for him. But... See,
1: see, I used to be like, uh, the, the, the sort of turning point for me in terms of players representing Scotland was when Ali McCoy broke his leg playing against Portugal for Scotland, and that sort of. Uh, you know, I don't mm. like the, I don't like the fact that players get injured and we lose them. But I've always I've always been relatively you know supportive of Scotland. But the last three or four years, I've just sort of, you know, everything that's happened over the last few years, I've just gradually become more and more distant. To the point that, you know, when when we qualified for a major tournament, when 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 they the scored the the one that night on penalties and went through, I was neither up nor down, and and I found myself having to say it to myself because my son was like, Are "You know bothered," and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> Can you give a shit? You know what I mean? I'm not that bothered at all. And then he kind of looked to me a wee bit disappointed. And I thought, well, you know what? He's 16 in a couple of weeks. He's never seen Scotland in a major tournament. I'm going to have to try and get up for this in June, July and sort of, and he you might know, you know something. I could see it far enough. You know what I mean? The, the, the thought he's sitting in Runatelli and trying to cheer on that mob is, it, it doesn't appeal to me at all. And I don't like being like that about Scotland. I really don't. But the, the whole attitude of the Tatmami and the SFA towards Rangers has just put me off the whole thing, to be honest with you. So, I mean, if it's good for uh, Parsons' career and it's something that he, want, he wants to do, then fine, you know, all the best. But if you were asking me what my preference was, I, I, I would rather he didn't go.
0: So just for all the listeners who have got a wee bit confused there, that was me asking a question of, did the guys deserve a ban for having a party? Uh, which resulted in Colin saying, get it up the Tartan army. Yeah, I um, nah, fair all,
1: enough. All, all answers to most questions. Get, anyway. it, up <laughs> get it
0: up the Tartan army. <laughs> <laughs> what you haven't your your tea, Colin. Get it up the Tartan army.
1: Uh, get it right up them.
0: Uh, uh, fair enough. Um, uh, no, all right. To try and bring that back on, on, on topic, I think uh, six-game ban, in my opinion, is harsh. And I think a lot of this comes down to what were the players actually doing? You know, so so Jordan Jones, George Edmondson get a seven game ban because they were at a house party with, you know, it was somebody had an empty and they went ruined and there was a party with loads of strangers and they were all being idiots. My understanding of the COVID-5 scenario was that they were all together, maybe with some of them had a, a girlfriend or a partner and they were watching the boxing or the MMA or something and having a pizza it's not exactly a party. It's not exactly a, it's against the rules. It's a breach. It's a problem. Yes, there should be some punishment, but I don't know that the punishment, again, that's on speculation, that's conjecture. We don't necessarily know what's going on, but if if that's the case, it doesn't seem to me that the punishment fits the crime. David Collins made a point there that maybe we got out of that process in terms of appealing. Maybe we got out of that what we wanted in that, Tavernier gets injured and uh, Nathan Patterson comes in and gives us cover at right-back to, to kind of cover over that period when, when Tavernier's not available. Do you think that there's, do you think there's anything in that argument that maybe we make that appeal in order to fulfil a purpose on the park?
2: Oh, I would have thought so, Ross. Um, I don't think you need to be uh, to about that out. Um Aye, look as but it, it the, the system can be can be gamed, can be exploited. Um there was a bit of fallout with regards to um the up and the outcome of the appeal. Uh, the usual conspiracy theorists going to on social media. Uh, but no look you you took the words right out of my mouth. Um I was thinking the phrase uh, the punishment didn't exactly fit the crime. Um, Colin makes a, a good point about Dubai, um, but as per usual, um, they make a song and dance about it and uh, it seems to be conveniently forgotten about. Um, the compliance officer, which um, I think i have been in saying is, is now a, a number of legal minds uh, as opposed to one person, correct me if I'm wrong there, so aye, the, the, the inconsistency of the whole system. Um that's the bugbear for me. Um fair enough. If if players err then and they get caught, fine. Um if people are, you know, are climbing on them and phoning the cops and all that, I mean that's that's a separate issue. Um but I look Rangers, you know, Rangers were entitled to appeal. Um, They've appealed and the two games that were suspended um, have been applied because um, the appeal's been heard and the the panel have deemed that it should be a a straight six game ban. But I I, I cast my mind back, I think I've seen online there was an interesting stat that um, Rangers have fallen foul of games; uh, players being banned to the tune I think some around about 37 games have, have been missed. Um so that certainly that was before the, the 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 appeal hearing, as opposed to other clubs. Colin makes a point there about um St. Man and Um their punishment was rescinded. It just doesn't seem to be a level playing field. But look, we've we've spoke ad nauseum about Rangers being treated um number one referee to a different standard. And I'm no I'm not I mentioned earlier about Alan Muir and, and David But I wasn't using that as any excuse about tonight's result just to make that clear um, but aye there's the inconsistency that's the big thing and calling again makes a, a good point I think yourself you, know, you alluded to it as well if, if if the club can make some inroads with regards to how the, the game's governed um, obviously there's uh, a rather um, large domineering Persona has exited the, the scene recently. Um, so we'll see whether there's a vacuum to be filled in terms of the, the power distribution of the, the governance of the game in the country going forward. So all the from our perspective, I would say, in that, that score.
0: Yeah. Uh, so David, Rangers made a statement in, in, in the wake of the sort of final decision from the SFA and within that statement, one of the things that I found interesting was that they were kind of again highlighting inconsistencies and lack of transparency within the decision making but but they also highlighted the discrepancy in terms of the severity of the punishment handed out in Scotland compared to punishments handed out for similar breaches issues incidents in in other countries and 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 by other sort of national governing bodies. What did you make of that, David?
2: I think the club are right to point out these inconsistencies. Um I, th- I think in, in years going by um, our attitude seem to be that you know I wouldn't call it dignified silence I don't think that's the right phrase we, we seem to do all our talking in a certain manner shall we say you know we, 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 it was done in private and we we I think um Despite current trends, I think that would still be our inclination to do do things that way and work in the background. I think the managing director went on record uh, with regards to um, the fan zone and the fallout uh, with Glasgow City Council and Glasgow Life. Um, But, you know, without um, being a tribute act to... uh, Announcement FC across the road. Um, the, the rules have changed, Ross. No, I think it's very it's it's very difficult now to. Um, sit in our hands. We can't dignified silence. You know, even though it, it might be the preferred way of working, and when I say silence, obviously there is no silence. It's it's, uh, it's, it's obvious that. The Rangers management don't sit in their hands, you know. They they are speaking up for the club eh, behind closed doors, but there are there are occasions when you need to go public. And I think that you know mentioning the you know how the severity of the crime eh, sorry the severity of the punishment being applied to, to similar crimes across other European leagues, I think is it's valid. Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, I think effectively the, there was a social bubble. Uh, it was still, it was, was part of that um, that scenario. And, you know, it wasn't as if they, they went outside their, their, their family bubbles and their work bubble. Um, that doesn't excuse the behaviour, of course. They, 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 they breached protocol. Um, young people, again, you know, people forget that young people's lives have effectively been put on hold. Old people's lives have been put on hold, and it's very, very difficult. That said, though, I come back to it. I would just look for, for consistency. Other clubs, players, haven't been punished, you know, anywhere near as stringently as the Rangers players have. And the club need to point that out. And if they need to go public, and they need to, they need to keep going public, you know, in a measured fashion, in order to get their point across then that's what they need to And I, look, I I back the I back the, the club management on how they've handled situations. They've, they've, I think that they've, they've played their cards fairly well. It's very easy to, to criticize and jump to conclusions and say Rangers should have spoken. It? It's that. Sort of you know, I go back to the the, the child abuse report, people were, were making accusations of the club management saying they they should have something out straight away. I was of the opinion that maybe, you know there was a, a, how the, the club played it was maybe more in line with my way of thinking if I was in that situation and I think that the club have um, been judicious about how they've handled releasing statements uh, but they've got to stand up for themselves and I think that look, I'll, I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt I, I, I'm, I think that they'll, they'll fight their corner and I think when push comes to shove um, they can only do as much as, as humanly possible um, and let, let, let's see what next season brings with regards to governance, and if, if there's any step changes. And I'd like to think that maybe there, there will be.
0: Yeah, let's. Uh, I think that's quite an optimistic note, but it's probably the best note to end on. Um, let's let's see what happens in terms of the the governance of the game. And I, I, I'd have thought that that clubs, the league, the SFA will have learnt a huge amount in terms of leadership and government governance. Um, over the last 12, 15 months, the, the the crisis that we've had in terms of, you know, no fans, bubbles, or amongst players and clubs, and, and and the way that that's all been handled, it's um, yeah certainly a, a, a fascinating academic exercise. Gents, I've I've got one eye on the time, and that's us very much ticked over the hour. So I think it's it's about time that we wrap this up. Um, I'd like to to say a massive thank you to to both Colin and David for giving up their Sunday evenings to, to join us this evening. Uh, certainly, also in the wake of the result this uh, this afternoon, it's not been the easiest of shows, I'm sure, but very grateful to them giving us their their time and their insight tonight. Thanks as well to everyone who's who's joined us on the YouTube and and given us their questions and comments. Again, we, we we appreciate you getting involved in the show. The show will of course be back next week. There will be a preview show on Friday night, looking ahead to the Old Firm game against Celtic next Sunday, and a flagship main show on Sunday evening, that'll be 9.30. And please do join us for that on the YouTube stream. As always, that'll be available for download the following Monday. In the meantime, please head over to the website at www.jersnet.co.uk and sign up to the very, very friendly discussion forum where you can find myself, David and Colin and get involved in the chat over there. Until next time, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great week and please do stay safe. Thanks.